Class is in session. You're listening to Squat University by Dr. Aaron Horshake. Let's go! Now, let's start the show. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? Thank you so much for checking out today's show. This is episode 129 of the Squat University podcast. The goal with each and every one of these shows is to bring you as much value-packed content to help you move better in the gym and in life, decrease your body's aches and pains, and help you reach your true athletic potential. Now, on today's episode, I got to sit down again with two-time Olympian Chad Vaughn for another quick tips episode to improve your Olympic lifts. Today, we were talking specifically about the jerk. So without further ado, let's just jump right into it. I hope you guys enjoy the show. So Chad, let's start off. What is your quick tip for improving the jerk? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I really love this tip because it is something that I've seen make quicker change in just anything in Olympic lifting in general, in athletes than anything else. Just and it's it's about slowing them down. And, and usually with any movement that you're talking about, you know, gymnastics, whatever, weightlifting, by slowing things down, you can obviously help make change. But this is more so about slowing down the setup process of the jerk and making sure that you're you're braced and you're ready to go into the movement. From there, of course, we can slow down the movement. We should probably slow down the dip as well. But I find by stopping people between the clean and the jerk or stopping them when they take the weight out of the rack um, before they're about to jerk it and getting them to focus on what they're doing with their breathing, making sure that they're holding their setup and their brace position before they then go into the, uh, the dip to jerk is such a huge game changer. It you know allows you to immediately move better, to immediately put more power into the barbell and, and all those things. And and again, it's something that athletes can feel a change in now on our previous two recordings on these quick tips. We did one for the snatch one for the clean, of course. And if you haven't listened to those already, I recommend doing so before you come back and listen to this one, because I feel like it's going to give you a a better understanding of what we're trying to do and, and basically build off of with this recording. But with those two, we talked about tips that you that we're recommending that you apply just within the first five or so warm-up sets of your snatches and cleans as you're building up and weight to your working sets for the day. This tip, yes, we want you to first and foremost start this with your uh, warm-up sets, but to continue on with it as you move on, maybe adjusting it a little bit, maybe um, uh, allowing it the, the extent of it to die down a little bit, but continuing to apply it. So it's really kind of a, a technical point, so to speak for your jerks, no matter what weight you're using it with. Okay. So essentially what we're wanting you to do, especially with your lighter sets is to focus on your breathing. So breathe out and in slower than you normally would. So you're aware of it. So you can think about it, um, three times. Now, if you're doing that as slowly as I want you to three times before you finally take that last breath in, and hold it and brace appropriately. I'm going to have Aaron talk to you here in a minute about what we want you to do with that last breath and how you how we want you to brace with that last breath before you go into the hold and then before you go into the, the dip. But if you're doing that as slowly as I want you to, you're going to have to hold it for a while uh, in your front rack position. So one point with that is that you better be able to be relaxed to an extent in this standing position, meaning that there's not really, you shouldn't be engaging your body in a way that is energy consuming, for example, with a big arch in your back or a big 
you know, shrugging your shoulders with the bar, not even completely sitting all the way down into your front rack positions. So as we talked about with the snatch and the clean tip, this is going to be an exposure technical point that's going to expose if you're doing something that is inefficient and, and ineffective, but slowly out, slowly in for three times. And then on that last breath, you're going to take it in, you're going to brace and you're going to hold that breath and that brace for a moment. You know, a moment is probably not a good enough of a word to use because a lot of athletes are going to rush that moment. So think of it as a solid two count that you can then go into your dip and, and drive from there. Now, again, just like we said, around about five sets for your snatch and your clean tip, I want you to do these three long, slow breaths for your first five warm-up sets building up in weight. When you go beyond those first five sets or so, and you're getting up into your heavier weights, then we can take it down to two. But honestly, I don't think that anyone ever needs to go quicker than two. And those two breaths can be maybe a little bit quicker than they, than they would be with the exaggeration that we're trying to accomplish with the long, slow breaths with lighter weights. But those should never be fast either. You know, you shouldn't be cleaning. And if you can hear me breathing quickly like that, you know, you shouldn't be breathing quickly and taking it in and setting up that quickly and going into it from there. So what I love about this is taking away at least a better chance of taking away the rushing, the so much rushing that's going on with athletes between their clean and their jerks or before their jerks out of the rack. I think a lot of it comes down to the, you know, the model owning the position, you know, and a lot of times people rush because they don't feel comfortable there, or they feel that if they don't just get into it quickly, they're going to lose all their energy and they're not going to be able to make the jerk. Now, one thing you talked about earlier was how to properly breathe. A lot of athletes improperly breathe what they're lifting and they assume just because they're breathing that they're doing it correctly. Now, if you were to watch and I'm going to, let's first talk about just the back squat and how that changes for your, for your front squat. For a lot of people with the bar on their back, they will chest breathe. So they'll take mm -hmm. that big breath and you'll see, you'll see their chest rise. Look at their collarbones. If they have their shirt off, their collarbones will actually rise up and down. And what that does is it, uh, a, a few things. The first thing it does is it doesn't get that optimal diaphragmatic breath. That's going to enhance intra-abdominal cavity pressure as much as possible. So you're breathing with your chest too much. The second thing is it actually will lengthen your abdominal musculature, which then limits its ability to stiffen optimally to create that necessary stability. So we're moving our back more than we want to. Now, mm -hmm. When it comes to the front squat, obviously, which then leads to the jerk as far as your top position, if you, with lightweight, try to breathe with your chest, you'll see the bar rise mm -hmm. and fall. Now, obviously, with lightweight, you can get away with inefficient breathing like that because the weight is light enough. But when you get to your heaviest reps, you're going for a one rep max, you're lifting in competition, that weight's going to be so heavy, you're not going to be able to take a big breath. You're not going to be able to raise that bar off your chest and back down. So if you don't know how to breathe mm -hmm. optimally through your stomach, through that lateral expansion, right. you're going to feel like you have your breath cut off in competition with heavy weight. You're going to feel like you don't own that standing position. You're going to want to get out of it as quick as possible. That's why we see, I think so many people that have that missed jerk is because they just don't have the efficiency in owning the stability 
in that standing position with weight on your chest. So first off, let's talk about for anyone listening, and I've gone over this before, so this is going to be a review for a lot of people. This may be the first time you've heard of this before. How do you properly breathe? While you're listening to this, put your hand, clasp it around your side. So fingers into your obliques, and you're going to take a breath, laterally expand and inflate your stomach into your fingers. Do not allow your chest or collarbones to rise at all. You should not see your neck muscles rising at all. So we're working on that lateral expansion. I think a great tip for learning how to do this, especially under load, um, obviously this is apart from the tip that we're talking about earlier today, which is having a little bit more breathing. For a lot of people, just to get this feeling, do a heavy walkout. So get a hundred, 120% of your best jerk or even front squat on the bar, walk it out, take two steps back and just hold it there and breathe for five to 10 seconds, 10 seconds if you Mm -hmm. can, but learn how to feel for that lateral expansion. Because if you're trying to breathe vertically, you're going to a not be able to breathe very well. And you're going to tire out like crazy. So just like we want to be able to enhance our breathing capacity under load in an overhead squat or in the bottom of a front squat, the same thing happens in that standing rack Mm -hmm. position, setting up for the jerk in teaching your body, how can I hold that weight across my chest and still take those breaths expanding laterally through my stomach, inflating laterally is going to allow me to enhance intra-abdominal cavity pressure, feel very solid. I'm maintaining that neutral spinal position because again, if I'm breathing with my chest, I'm going to dump into an overextended position with my low back. Now my dip and drive is going to be off and I'm probably going to default to probably driving the bar too far forward because if I can maintain that neutral posture, I can then set myself up for a more vertical dip and drive. Mm -hmm. So it all sort of crawl, walk, run. It sets yourself up for those next steps. Can you maintain physical postural capacity Mm -hmm. in that standing position under load, breathe well, then you can do these other things well. So again, like you talked about, the quick tip of just slowing it down, just like you would for a snatch or clean on the pull, Mm -hmm. before you start your jerks, figure out, am I breathing well? Standing Mm -hmm. up there, three breaths, if that barbell is moving at all, you're breathing with your chest too much. Yep. You have to breathe through your sides. So practicing that with your lighter weights enhances that, again, the motor pattern. So your brain thinks about doing a jerk, not by saying activate this muscle, activate this muscle, then do this muscle. It says get up and then do the jerk. So it stores this coordination of motor, of muscle timing in action so that it can be more efficiently taken out and used. So when you get down to a 95%, hundred percent cleaning competition, mm-hmm. you don't have to waste all that energy. Your body mm-hmm. just automatically does mm-hmm. it. So then reinforcing what we want to see with our lighter weights is our way of programming our body to do exactly what we want it to do and how we want it to do it when we go heavy. Yeah. I, I, just, I love that so much using any movement of the bar in your front rack position as a gauge to say, Hey, I'm either fidgeting around too much or I'm not breathing right because absolutely that bar should be at rest and still while you're, you're breathing and, and preparing yourself to brace. And here's the thing with your maximal clean and jerk load, it should literally be no 
problem for you whatsoever to hold that bar in your front rack position for say 10 seconds minimum and still be able to jerk it as well as you would or better if you rushed into it. And the problem is that a lot of athletes don't feel sufficient comfort in that position. You know, their fight or flight mechanism, I guess, is, is going off, so to speak. And they're like, okay, it's in my front rack position. I got to go and get it off my chest. I can't breathe. I'm not comfortable. You've got to be comfortable. I've seen, you know, elite lifters, for example, set there for a good, I mean, literally not all of them, but a good 10 seconds, maybe even 15 and just breathe and just sit there. And like, to the point where even I was like, man, that's too much. They need to go (laughs) because at some point, yes, it is going to, your, your energy is going to die down and it's going to suck it from you too much. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that you've got to be comfortable to the extent that you can breathe. So if you're not comfortable and you can't do that with your heavy loads, then you're either in a muscled setup position, one that, that is not ideal and sustainable, um, or you're just not strong enough or mobile enough in that position. And by doing these long, slow breaths on your warm, starting with your warm up reps with these light weights is going to be the first key to help getting you more comfortable and stronger in this position to take that capability into your heavier loads. And I love your recommendation that you added to this, Aaron, of walkouts with heavy loads. And I absolutely think that for you to be able to do this as effectively and efficiently as you can with light loads first and then into heavy loads later on. Um, you need to probably be doing some, some heavy holds. And again, we're trying to give you tips that you don't have to add it really any exercises or, or much time to your program. Mm-hmm. So one simple way that you can get more time with the bar in your front rack position with heavy load is to say, okay, the last th- three sets of my heavy front squat workout today on my, on the last rep of those last three sets, I'm going to just hold it in the standing position for 10 seconds, you know, maybe start off with five. If you're incredibly uncomfortable and you need to get it off your chest, make yourself do five over time, do 10 over time, maybe even 15 or 20. Now that sucks, no matter how (laughs) comfortable you are there, 15 or 20 seconds. But if you can get to the point to where you can do some of those like that, I think it will lead back into this tip that we're trying to give you to help you accomplish, you know, a better jerk that stems from more comfort in the front rack position and a better, uh, more controlled setup. I love the idea of different things that you can tweak into your current programming that has so much more added benefit for what you're trying to reach with your goals without having to Mm -hmm. do more exercises. I mean, I'm just thinking about my own training, right? I train right right now, four days a week. And at max after warm up, I've got like maybe an hour and 20 minutes for my workout. That's it. Sometimes even less, depending on my patient load for the day when someone's coming in. So I don't always have time to do as many exercises Mm -hmm. as I want. And let's be real, as an Olympic weightlifter, most of our workout is spent sitting down and resting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, we don't have time to always do as many exercises as we would like. So just changing up some small little tweaks Mm -hmm. in how you're warming up or how you are performing those exercises can have dramatic benefits. So like you just said, you're doing front squats. Well, you would also like to do some heavy rack holds, but you don't have time for them in your workout. Well, how many sets of front squats are you doing? Let's say you're doing four sets of three at your top working weight. Your last rep, just stand there and hold it. Don't get out of it and think, I got to re-rack it so quick. Stand there and hold it for 10, 15 seconds. 
it's going to be tiring, but you just did so much more work. That's not only heavy rack hold, you're getting core stability. You're working on in uh, that horizontal bracing and breathing. That's going to carry over to your jerks. Maybe you uh, did cleaning jerks on Monday. This is Thursday. Mm -hmm. You haven't done, you wanted to work on that again. Now you're reinforcing it again. So there's so many more things that you can do. Like we've talked about with other episodes of um, doing a jerk and just standing there Mm -hmm. and holding it overhead in your stacked position for 10 seconds, not dropping it down to the ground quickly. So many little tweaks that you can do that have so much more added benefit long-term to your Mm -hmm. technique and your performance that aren't adding an additional exercise and more time. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, let's be real, especially when it comes to performance training or warmups, there's a thousand exercises you can do. And if you've searched the internet for how to improve my jerk or how to improve my snatch or clean, you'll probably find a thousand different exercise selections and different tweaks and stuff. And we don't always have time to do more. Mm-hmm. Some people do. I mean, let's be real. There yep. are some athletes yep. that have five hours a day to train and they train 12 times a day or 12 times a week, you know, like both of us used to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. We don't always have that time, most people. So by right. just changing up some small things, in the set workout that you currently have mm-hmm. can help give you more return on investment. Your front squat therefore isn't just for your legs or mm-hmm. improving your front squats. Therefore also enhancing your jerk. If yep. you change it up and just add a 15 second hold at the end of your last rep, mm-hmm. things like yeah. that, it's not adding more time, but there's so much more benefit to it. Yeah. I wanted to call these tips, you know, uh, flavor or icing on the cake, but honestly, they're more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the right word is for it, Aaron, for to add these tips to your program, because they're really giving you the basic work that you need, the basic work that is being skipped by so many athletes. So I can't really call it flavor. I can't really call it icing on the cake, but whatever it is, there are a lot of these types of things that you could do. But if you'll go back and listen to the snatch and the clean, and then you add this one, stick to these three, stick to these three simple tips because they are ones that you can, you know, add in your training. That's not going to add much if any time at all. And guess what? All three of them work together beautifully on all of them. You have to learn to breathe better. You have to slow yourself down. The clean tip will absolutely transfer into the snatch. The snatch tip will absolutely transfer into the clean. The jerk tip will absolutely transfer into your snatch and clean because you are getting stronger and with greater understanding of how to brace, right? So they all work together, stick to these three, change nothing else in your program. And I am so confident that in a month, even just a month, you're going to feel benefit. You're, I mean, probably immediate benefit, but you're going to feel changes happening in your body and more ease of position, more strength, more stability, probably more mobility because you are holding in these uh, key, key positions and a lot of in-range positions. So hopefully you guys will take these uh, to heart. The the three quick tips, again, this is for the jerk. If you haven't listened to the snatch and clean, uh, highly recommend that you do so. There you go. And as well, if you guys are looking for more additional info on Olympic weightlifting, check out the Squat University YouTube channel. Chad and I have made a number of videos in the past talking about ways in which you can improve your technique and your performance with your Olympic lifts. Then also VaughnWeightlifting.com has a number of our blogs on many topics to enhance the same thing, your technique and performance. Um, And then also, if you guys are looking for programming, if you um, are interested, Chad and I have two programs currently available and more to come. Three available. I stand corrected. Yeah, Uh, so we have a 
we have a, a what it's basically it's called a basic program. It's mm -hmm. um, uh, five five days a week. It's part one and part two of the same program. And then we have one we released not too long ago that is the same program of part one, but for masters. So part two of that will be coming up pretty soon. And and we're always adding more Definitely. to that. So just yeah. head on over to Train Heroic. And uh, just search for Squat University, Chad Vaughn, and you'll find that uh, those available programs for your training as well. So uh, again, thank you guys so much for checking out today's podcast. Until next time, happy squatting. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it. Thank you so much for listening. For those of you out there that want to support the show and all the content I make for Squat U, head on over to patreon.com slash squatuniversity. See, while my day job as a doctor of physical therapy does help support some of the operational costs of creating content for Squat U, I would love to continue growing the brand so I can make better and better content for you guys. This is why I created a Patreon page that has different opportunities for you to support Squat U and even have access to some live Q&A meetings with me once a month. Now, if you don't have any extra funds, really do not worry about it at all. My content will always remain free for you to help you decrease pain, move better, and optimize your performance in the gym. But if you'd like to help support my show, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. So just head on over to patreon.com. Again, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Until next time, guys, happy squatting. That's it for today, class, on Squat University by Dr. Aaron Horshig. For more exclusive content, log on to squatuniversity.com.